Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, it's Allie, and this is Find Your Joy. And in a moment, we are going to uh, watch or listen to part two of Learning to Live While You're Dying with my brother, John. And there was just um, it was just a little bit of banter at the beginning that I thought, ah, I'm going to do a separate introduction so that we don't miss that. Anyways, uh, to let you know, my brother has had his second surgery now. Uh, that was done the day after uh, the video that you're about to listen to. Uh, um, so, and that went really well. He's He's healing well. And uh, it'll be another month or so before they'll have another MRI and, and know how things are doing. But I will keep you updated. But for right now, I'm going to get back to it. Find your joy with my brother, John Perry. And here we go. Candace, if you walk by, you're going to be videotaped. Allison wants videos of you. She wants you naked if you can do it. Maybe it'll actually bring more people on. So I'm going to leave no. that. that. That's staying on, just so you know. <laughs> Hi, this is Allie, and this is Find Your Joy. And that is not being edited out, I promise you. So welcome to <laughs> Lessons from a Dying Brother. <laughs> Who's dying? That's right. Gosh, shh, it's a surprise. We're not going to tell you. It's, you're going to be so surprised. Okay, let me know when. I'll be surprised. <laughs> That's right. It'll be so exciting. Oh, my gosh. So, um, you know, thanks for uh, being with me again. And we're, you know, we're we're getting, you know, prepared in, in life. And, and, and I, it, it's interesting because I was thinking about this. Now, it, now tell me again, Jacob, your son Jacob had said something to you. And that was. Oh, he, he goes, um, I, I, I'm trying to get the kids to talk a little bit more to help them go through the, the, the like the realistically the final times, because all of a sudden a year ago, they, they hear that, you know, their dad has a tumor and it has so much time to live. And, and it's a shock to the family. Yeah. Uh, so, I've you know, spend time with them. I'm trying to get them to talk. You know, sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. But about a week or two ago, and he goes, Dad, how does how does it feel knowing that you have a pending doom? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just said that I'm good. I'm good at it. You know what I mean? It's just it's I'm not making a big deal about it. I it, it, I was told that I have a, a certain amount of time left. So I, I'm choosing like I chose over the last 40 plus years is it's not what happens to me. It's what you do about it. I think it's uh, Mitchell is is the guy who said that. But the whole idea is, so I have a brain tumor. I can't do anything about it. So how can I continue on? Oh, it took my communication that I spent 40 years growing on. So how can I get on dealing with less communication? It's all about how I can still do better of myself as little things are taken away. 
Um, about Jacob's thing, it's just, I, I'm good at it. I'm sad for my family, you know, Candace and the kids and everything like that, because they're losing Candace loses in another 20 years. I guess she said, you know, I was hoping for you to live until you're 80 or 90 or whatever. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing is we all hope and, and, and expect something longer than really happens and how mm-hmm. we deal about it. Right. So I just keep on working with everybody and let's know it's positive. It's just like, it's a part of life, you know? Some people make it to 90, some people make it to 20, I make it to 60. And right. I got to enjoy the life. So I'm completely good at with whatever God has plans and, and I'm still going. Right. And and I think like we've talked about this before, right? Um, no matter what, it's not about so much that you're dying or that anyone's dying. It's we're living. We're all living until we're not, right? I mean, we lost our brother like that. Bruce died. We had no, I mean, I, I still remember the day Bruce died saying, oh man, we're all screwed because our non-smoking, non-drinking vegan brother just dropped dead out of nowhere. <laughs> like we're going to, you, you know what? Um, and, and so it's what I'm learning through this too, right? Is that it's, a, it's about the living. It's yes. It's of course, that's a horrible diagnosis and, 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 you know, you don't wish it on anybody, but once it's there, it's what you said. You said, well, now I know what I'm dealing with. So get on with life. Right. You know, it's just like the price of oil is higher. Well, now, you know, stop complaining <laughs> about it. Get on with life. That's right. The food is more expensive now. Well, it's always been more expensive. So now, you know, get on with life. Stop focusing on the negative and making it your whole life. Like if we, if we start each day thanking God for what we've had. Mm-hmm. That's like at a hundred percent. And if we start complaining about someone I work with or someone that said this or the driver that did this or do this, now we're starting our day at 90 or 80%. And then throughout the day, it's just going to be more negative and more negative. And by the time we get home, it's at 30%. And then we're tired. We have to, our wife and kids to deal with, and we're trying to focus on them because we didn't let go of the negativity when the day started. Right. So just let it go. There's going to be negativity. There's going to be things that don't work out or go your way. It's just the way life is. Don't worry about it. Just get on with life. Right. Make it work. You know, don't let the world control you. The world's here to knock you down. You control the world. People are here to knock you down. You control the people. My tumor is here to knock me down and take my family away, right? I beat that too. I'm working out. I, I'm trying to get in shape, taking a dog for a walk, I'm eating, I'm doing all kinds of stuff because I'm not letting this tumor or, or cancer take over me. I am going to control this until the very last day because why would I want to be negative and complain about life when God gave me a beautiful life to live for the last 60 years? Am I going to be the, la- the last couple of months just complain at it and, t- and tear tear everyone down on my own family? Nah, I'm going to help them out. I've already lived my life. This is good. And yeah. I get to see God in, in in a few months. You know what I mean? Win win. <laughs> well, I was thinking about that too. Like a lot of people, one of I think that I don't know what you, how you think about this. So, you know, Grandpa died, boom, heart attack. Bruce died, boom, aneurysm. Our dad died, 
we had some time. So there are another, I mean, it, it's this cancer is a weird thing, right? Because at least sometimes you get some time to sort things out and have great conversations. And that's, and that's one way that that goes. And I, and I think that a lot of people, I don't know, it's like, should we all just start imagining that everybody's got a tumor that we care about so that we can all just start talking a little bit more and a little bit less of this, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Or I'm going to wait for another day to talk about that. You, you've always been, you have always been a guy though it's it's not it's not just this situation you have chosen and i'm going to say that it's not like you didn't suddenly be born with this we come from the same family i know you were not born with this so we you you chose a long time ago to make every day a really important day and like how, how does that process go for you i mean besides it's not all just a pep talk and rah, rah, rah. If there's a place in you, tell me about that, that's decided you want to do everything big. You love big. I love big. You it's do. interesting that you say that because uh, my kids do big. So we'll end off with that one. But again, is because, and it all comes down to my belief in God as a Christian because we were brought up as not Christians, right? So I, I, made bad choices. And if it wasn't for me being a Christian at 18, I'd probably be in jail. And the journey that I took was a very, very interesting journey because I had no idea about God and who he was. And I made a commitment. And then the Twilight Zone, and Twilight Zone is one of those kooky little things that happened. It went on for about a month about all these different things that I saw and I learned and I experienced. I was like, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's weird. To the point I finally was put in, uh, in the back door of the Holy, Ro Holy Rosary Cathedral in Vancouver saying, you know, we, we had to shut lock the doors because we were talking and this is your only way out. And if you open, they open up the side door and it goes down, there's a gate open and there's a red car. Well, I was a brand new Christian and all I knew was red was Satan. No, because I didn't know anything about God. So it's like, I'm not going out the back door, God. So after the cops came and I was getting yelled at, they finally let me out the front of the, the church, right? Because I'm going out the front door of God. And from there, I chose that however I was brought up or everything I was taught, I would do the complete opposite. That means stop smoking, stop drinking, stop breaking things, stealing, stop hurting people. It was all about helping other people and God. And I was bullied growing up. We were in different, like so many different schools and like 20 different 12 different schools, 20 different homes for I was 18, uh, constantly bullied, like more than you know, and, and it goes on and on and on. But the yeah. thing is, is I could whine about that or I can use it as, yeah, it, it happened. It was not good. But you know something? It made me a better person today. So if I spend my time whining about what happened in the past, then I'll never grow up. It's like, yes, this bad thing happened to me. Oh, and this bad, I can give you lists of them and this bad thing and this bad thing, but it happened. So how do I get better? Chronic pain, 30 years and so much surgeries and so much painkillers. I could barely, there was a days where I'd be laying in bed. I couldn't even roll over. I have to lay on a blanket and pull the blanket so I could roll me over. But it's just part of life. So how do I get on the next day? You know, it'd be like I'm going for my second surgery, for my back surgery, and I'd be the one that's going off to jump jumping off the side of a uh, mountain into the lake because I'm going for surgery anyway. So why not enjoy life? <laughs> so it was a choice of no matter what, well, I'll, I can say evil or um, bad things that came against me. And there was nonstop over and over and over everywhere. I was bullied in school. I was bullied at work. 
I all people didn't like me because I always was challenging to be for me to be better than who I was, while the, the rest of people became average and complainers. And I didn't accept that. I kept on pushing myself. And then I pushed my kids to be that, you know, be better than who you were, you know, push yourself. You know what I mean? Like Jacob is doing scuba diving and skydiving as a pro profession. So not only is he doing the, the skydiving and everything and scuba diving, but he's taking the lessons to learn and becoming better. And now he's a teacher. Danny is a just about a professional football player. He's And it's like he's been bullied and he's been fighting this, but we work on each day. Yes, but. It's not those things. It's over. Make yourself stronger. Yeah. So when it comes down to these issues, whether it's a broken leg or tumor, wherever it is, it's just a, another part of life, which is a struggle. Right. So do we choose to be a struggle and whine about it and ruin everybody else's life to make sure that they know that we're hurting? Oh, what do you mean? No, no, I'm hurting more than you. No, I got a tumor. Well, actually, I got two now off my bucket list. Yeah. Um, but I got two tumors and I got another surgery. But if I didn't have the first surgery, I would have been dead by last no, uh, January, March, April, May, June. Right. So it gets me to now. And now if I didn't have this one, I would have been three months. So now I got another maybe six to nine. It's not about whining. It's about accepting everything that we're given today. And, and you know, there's days that it's just going to hurt and cry and painful. And you want to just lie down and shake in bed. Do it. But don't yes. let that control your life. Right. Take if, if you if you haven't gone for a walk, get up and take one step and then lay down. And then tomorrow, take two steps or read one book or one chapter or one word. Always do something more to push yourself because no one else will do it for you. Right. And the world will tear you down. The, 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 the tumors or the sickness that we have or the evil in the family or whatever is bothering you. They're here to take you down. You have to break it off. Take control. And just say, uh-uh, this is my life. And I'm going to control it the way I want it to be. You're going to make me hurt for 35 years? Great. I'm going to be the top salesperson hurting for 35 years. You're going to give me two tumors that take away my words that I can't talk anymore? Great. I'm going to do something else, which I am. You know, I mean, I'm doing a bunch of other stuff. I played. I did a video just doing the fear release on the video. I can play fear release now. <laughs> um, but it's just always do something better and stop focusing on the negative and i just that's what keeps me going it's just why would i want to be negative be average be that one that's complaining all the time about how everybody's let me down and done this it's not about them it was never about them it's about us making choices and either right. choose to fight what's being against you or, or you choose to give up and my family candace jacob daniel matthew matthew uh they're all choosing to be better and it's going to be a struggle. We're in pain. We're, we're hurting ourselves, but you got to struggle more and struggle more right. and get better and more and get better. more. So I hope that helps. Out. Yeah, no, I think it's beautiful. And, and I think that, you know, right around the whole thing, like why I started this podcast and everything the find your joy is, is that's the point of it for me is that I, I understand, like you're saying, if you if a person needs to lay down and shake for a while, that's okay. Nobody's judging that. Do what you need to do in that time. But remember that there is hope and there is joy and there is a next next step to take and there is a way out of this. And sometimes I get it. It feels like there's not a way out of it. Um, but we're yeah. talking what you're talking about is it doesn't have to. I th you know what, what I'm what I'm hearing here, uh, a little bit of what you're saying is um, or this is what's coming to mind for me anyways, is that sometimes 
um, like you said, uh, just take that one step and then tomorrow take two. Because I think sometimes someone thinks, I wish I could uh, do a 5K marathon. And they and they either can't or feel like they can't, whichever at the moment, whatever their condition is. But what happens is I think sometimes people give up because they think they've got to make that whole 5K. And what you're encouraging people to do is, you know, just take a step, like literally one step. And if you need to go lie down after that, then go do that. You're not talking about not loving on yourself or not having self-care. It's then maybe tomorrow you can do two steps. It's just don't stop doing the thing. Don't stop moving forward. And that's what I hear you're talking about. And I like that. I also liked what you said about, um, I'm just trying to recall it here. I should have written a note because I'll forget. But um, it's not about the other people. And I love that because sometimes when stuff's going on, it can feel like the other people. We can start to, I mean, social media is so full of that, right? People are um, comparing themselves to a person that's just really a, it. It's kind of a, it's kind of a front. Like I don't, we talk, you and I were talking about this, right? Like maybe I'll make a whole calendar of like my crappiest days, right? Like I put makeup on before I came on here, right? Like I try to sit up and, you know, do this little bit of thing, but maybe I'll do a whole calendar of like the, of the worst days that I have ever because, um, social media tends to be, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, people show their beautiful meals. They don't show the messy kitchen that they had after that, right? People show, um, you know, this is me with makeup sitting up straight. They're not showing the other part. I guess what's making me think that is that what you're talking about is let's not compare. Let's just do the most that we can with whatever time it has, whatever we have in front of us to do it with, and just be grateful, right? You're talking about gratitude and loving each other and doing the very best with whatever it is that we have. And I like, I love that. I, I, it's, it's a, it's a powerful message. And I, it's like people like, Oh, somebody, people say that. Yeah. People say that, but we need to keep hearing it. And we keep, and we need to keep doing this. One of the things in my, in my sales book is uh, affirmations. And I did this even before all this stuff too, but you got to think that every, I say everyone, there's a lot of people, I'll change it to a lot or some, but yeah. have negativity every day in their lives. Yes. No one has given them any positive affirmation. All they're doing is saying, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. You suck. Oh, you're making me look bad. Right. Right. So on my affirmations, it's like 365 plus one, like for, for the the fourth year, I guess it is when you get yeah. one in February. But it's like, I tell people, find five affirmations. I am wonderful. I'm appreciated. I am loved. I'm going to win this uh, race. I'm going to be the best, whatever it is, but you stick it on your mirror and then you look at it morning and night and you look at yourself in the mirror at yourself and you say these affirmations out loud to yourself and you do it for months. Well, you should do it forever. But the thing is what you're doing is you're retraining yourself. The truth. I am wonderful. Yes. I am amazing. I am loved. I am not alone. People, you know what I mean? And if you keep reading this every day, you're starting to remind yourself the truth because like you're making this comment about going online and seeing all these, whatever the websites are. Yeah. Realistically, there's just people being negative and, and telling about how wonderful they are. Well, who cares about how wonderful they are, you know, and, and the dog or the cat? 
You know what I mean? You got to focus on you. So I, I would honestly say spe- spend less time on YouTube following what other people are doing or right. whatever um, those those websites are. Yeah, all the social media. We Yeah, social totally. Media. Thank you. Stop yeah. following social media. You know what I mean? It's a horrible, horrible device for us as humans. You're watching other people that are really not, they're making the most of it. Most of them make it up. So it's not even real in the first place. Yeah. And then you're starting to follow these made up conspiracy theories or these made up whatever they're dealing with. So you, one person has an idea, which is not the truth. And you choose to follow not the truth because maybe it's the right thing today where the truth is over here. So it's just. I, I think, yeah. Ex- yeah, I see what you're saying because because we don't really we we tend to be a bit of a um, squirrel, right? We we sort of yeah, exactly. Like we we see one thing and we just um it's just about look yeah, look in the yeah, mirror. Keeping our our blinkers on. Yeah. And Life just is, one step oh, in take front them of, off. Yeah. You know, God and, gave us to see all around the world, not just here. Yeah. Compared to who's telling you to look here. No, no, no. You see the world. That's why I love the end of my life is because I am seeing the world. You know what I mean? The sunshine, the birds, the, the animals. You know what I mean? That's what life is all about. It's not about being stressed out because someone cut you off at work. It's about the sunshine. It's about, you know what I mean? We live in a, a time in Canada, which is number one, of the most um, g- good countries to live in. But we have water beside us. We have a toilet beside us. We have food beside us. Majority of the world doesn't even have that. And then we complain because we don't have more. No, no, no. You got to appreciate and love God for what we have instead of always asking for that more. I've got 20 shirts. I need 21. I, I, I've i got three cards. I need four. No, you don't. Take Give one away. You know, it really comes down to it is we're focused on ourselves and, and, and the world instead of focusing on God and all the other people in the world that need the love. Because we don't, we got it. We kind of, we give ourselves love and let's share with everybody else. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that. And if you were, if you were going to um, right now, look at, um, what am I, how am I going to ask this question? If you were going to right now, look at someone who is, is younger than you or is facing something challenging um, maybe we'll, maybe we'll end on this. Uh, the, I was, I was making that joke earlier, the lessons from our dying brother. So what are, what do you want to tell people if this is, if this is, um, well, it's not going to be the last, but if, if well, it's if, the last day with his hair because I'm getting my hair cut tonight to go <laughs> bald so they can cut me open again. So I thought, why not me control the hair too? So that's going to be good. That's right. So just to, I don't know. I'm putting you on the spot here, but um, if if you're going to talk to someone, I'm going to ask you to tell a few people. Um, tell me something that you'd like to share with um, with other husbands about loving their wives. You're very good at that. Um, no matter what I answer of all your questions, it's always going to come down with the first thing is put God first. God created this beautiful world, put him first and and stop putting ourselves first. Okay. That is, you know what I mean? In the Bible, God first, then people first, and then we are not on that list. So we've got to learn to take ourselves off the list. And if we take ourselves off the list and thinking that, that we're better than God, then we'll start realizing that we already are living a good life. Right. Right. So, but when it comes down to life, 
Wife. Well, that's what I tell my kids. No, I said is, is, wife. I said, what would you tell other men yeah. about how to treat their wife? Yeah, and I just want to go there. So okay. life is <laughs> life is really, really hard growing up not being married or being with anybody, realistically. And we've got to be able to appreciate who we are and yeah. be thankful for who we are, right? And not hold grudges and not hold this or that and blame people. We've got to get at peace, right? And then when you're with somebody, it's 50-50. It's not she does all the cooking and she does all this and you she does all this and you just come home from work or vice versa. Everything is 50-50. You know, you're going to have two people that you grew up one way and taught one way and learned one way. And then they came up and they learned one way and they're different. And then you've got to come together and learn to become one and make it work. And, and a couple of the, the key things that you have to remember is – you guys are going to have problems in a relationship. You don't need to break up. You don't need to leave the wife or the kids and everything because you had a disagreement. You're there to make things work for good and bad. And there's a lot of good, but honestly, there's a lot of bad. And you're supposed to do this together. And that is the most important part is do it together. And then honestly, what I did in my book, Love is More Than Flowers and Chocolates, always do something more for your spouse. You know, don't just buy them something, make them something, do something, take them out for something, tell them you love them, have a little something saved for them. They're stressed out anyways, and you guys are living a life, but you have to give a little more all the time. So how can you give a little more to your mate that just tells them that they love them? You know, make whatever on the birthdays, make Design something for the Valentine's Day. Just don't buy it because you forgot to buy it to so get to buy flowers. You make something that might take three or six months. I did um, cross-stitching, I think it's called. Yeah. Holy man, I thought that'd take me three day, three hours. You know what I mean? Three hours to do this. It took me 300 hours, right? <laughs> and I'm blind because I didn't. I found out later that you could have like a, a thing to make it bigger. <laughs> but it's about how you can make them smile. So, and it's, I say this in my book, Love is More Than Flowers and Chocolates, on the first chapter about what happened. But people used to say, hey, did you hear what John did to his, for his wife? And then everybody would go at work, would be upset with me. He says, well, why did you do your wife that? Because I just gave her nothing. And I was like, exactly. So when it comes down to your family, always put them first and find a way to make them happy all the time. If you have issues, you have issues. Get over it. Make it work. Because life is about issues to make us stronger. And never, ever give up love. Mm. So there, there you go. That's beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And I, I think that we will end there. And uh, again, you're going to be able to find out all the ways to get a hold of John and his books. Uh, love is more than flowers and chocolates. His, well, the name of the ultimate, tell me the name of your book. My again. independent survival guide to mastering the sales process in the 21st century. And this book, realistically, is everything your business needs to know from the owner right down to the salespeople of how to be the best in your industry. And it's not about being second best. I don't, I don't train that. It's about how to be your best. You know, Perfect. That's what I life's all about, is being your best. Yeah, I love that because it always comes back to just your personal best. And I I, I just I just love that. And I love you. And I love you because you're such amazing. You're so amazing. Now I'm going to start crying. I love you very much. Thanks for being here. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Again, this is Allie 
pray for my brother, pray for your own brother, pray for each other, love on each other. Cause that's, you know, really, that's what we got. That's what we got right there. So this is uh, Ali find your joy and thanks for joining us. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy.